Hello and welcome to Faking Wits, a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good friends and we talk about a book that we have read. My name is Chin C and I'm giving you guys a choice today. We've got two songs. One of them is Pretty Angry and the other one's Pretty Funky. Now I know where my affiliation lies. What are you going to go for? I'll go for the funky one. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. Wait, you only asked <laughs> one person? <laughs> so you're demo, demo what do you think? Pretty Angry one. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go for I want Angry too. Angry. What the Angry one? So I've been that voted. Okay. okay oh, all right. It's Brexit all over again. Well, yeah, I feel the same way. Like, funky guy for life. I, it's good I to demand also... a second referendum. <laughs> I mean, it's good to know that you're on Team Funky, though, Dan. Uh... I am. I've always been. All right, so the, the Angry song, then. No, Funky. What? Too late. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually more lyrics to that, but I was not going to make it a whole three minute long song. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show. Who's with me today? Oh, hello. Uh, my name is Haranex, and I once stole some green herbs from Marcel Proust, and now he's in search of lost time. Ah. Uh, it's so the name of a herb and the time. Did you hear he's Good job. Good job. Lost, Good job. lost, <laughs> lost time. Yes, he should have said lost time. Because <laughs> no, that's, that's what how. He said. I, I said, I meant time. That's. <laughs> Good job. No, but what, you don't call it a tongue, do you? You call it a thumb. Yeah, but just because one word's pronounced one way doesn't mean another word. No, no, no. I'm, I'm with Harren on this. And I think Thomas. we should rewrite the books Thomas. of how we pronounce words now. Yeah, but Thomas. 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 Yeah. Thomas. And good old Thom York from Radiohead. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Anyway, hi, I'm Dan. <laughs> I'm Dan Offen. I'm the world's top comedian at playing below Italian restaurants. Yeah, I believe that. I believe mm. that. How was that gig last night? It was. It was fun. Yeah. How many people were there? Uh, thirty. Good number. Good number. <laughs> believable. Yeah. It's a believable number. How was the pizza? Uh, mediocre. Yeah, that's much more believable. I felt that. <laughs> like more. aggressively mediocre. <laughs> Okay, right. Aggressively well, mediocre. Apparently they're going to build an Italian restaurant on top of the Hammersmith Apollo. <laughs> right. Oh, hopefully I'll get booked there. Oh, okay, fair enough. Do you think the pizza will be better there? Yeah, you can imagine. So it'll be like top-level pizza. Oh, it'll wow. have flavours in it. I bet they could put, you'd be playing to people of about 32. There. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Who else have we got there? Hi. Oh, hi. Um, I'm Alice Burden, and I'm back. That catchphrase is so fresh, so fresh. It's a funky new sound, and the world's going crazy for it. You should do a remix, a remix song for me. Nah. I'm not <laughs> Who else is here? Hey, uh, I'm Robert Downey Yogurt. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, an actor mm. and uh, a bean counter. You're a bean counter. In my spare time. Oh, Wait, right. When you say bean counter, do you mean you literally count beans or you're an accountant? Both. Okay. <laughs> All right. I do my own accounting. Is that... I, I yeah. see. Do you do not trust anybody yeah. else to handle what yeah. you're What's your favourite okay. type All right. of bean? Right. What's your favourite type of bean to count? Atsuki. Oh, that's a good okay. bean. So, um, what brings you to the table today, Mr. Yogurt? Uh, well, there was a mention of me in uh, the last episode of this podcast 
Okay. I don't remember that. Was there? Yeah, there was. Uh, I just thought I'd see what it was all about. <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm genuinely surprised that uh, a brief mention of you was um, yeah. got back to you. Yeah. Do you listen to the podcast regularly? Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, fair enough. Totally. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well, welcome to the show, uh, Mr. Yogurt. Oh, can I call you Rob? Call me Ert <laughs> Jr. <laughs> oh, have you got a father? I mean, everyone's got a father, but have you got a father called... Robert? No. Oh, okay. Well, welcome to the show, uh, Junior. I'm very happy to have everybody gathered at the table once more to discuss another work of literature. Um, now, today's work, I believe it's it's kind of fallen by the wayside. Uh, it was a bestseller in its time, and there have been multiple adaptations of it in theatre, and most famously, Alfred Hitchcock made a movie out of it. But um, not many people today read Daphne du Maurier. I feel it. She belongs to a different age, and even few people will be familiar with the book we're doing today, which is um, Rebecca. Um, I mean, now, be honest, everybody here who's not Alice, you weren't familiar with this book, were you? I was familiar with it. How familiar were you with it? If I saw it at a party, I'd be like, hi, and then I'd go and talk to someone else. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like that familiar, though. No, yeah, but that's familiar. That is not yeah. that familiar. Yeah. That seems like a tactic to keep somebody at, away. At no, distance. it's like, if they came up to chat to me, I'd have a long, long, old, long old chat. Would you? Well, I'd have a Would long... you remember their name? Yeah. What would you say? Would you say, nice to meet you, or nice to see you? I'd say, oh, how's it going? Yes. Carry on. <laughs> uh, and then they'd, they'd presumably answer. No. Yeah, <laughs> but they'd say, good, you... Okay, 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 right, right. Uh, Junior, you take the role of being the personification of Daphne de Maurier's uh, Rebecca, and you're just chilling at a party. Your motivation's yeah. that you're at a party. Okay. And yep, that, yep. Dan, you be yourself. Right. And, right. and What's I, my motivation? All right, we'll just make some background noise for the party. Yeah, okay. oh, yeah. Plug, plug these glasses together. <laughs> yeah. Party shit. <laughs> so, what? What are you saying? Hi. Hi, oh, it's nice to see you. What's my name? <laughs> um, it's uh, Daphne to Maria's Rebecca. No, no, wrong. <laughs> wrong. I thought I was right. No, it's wrong. <laughs> there's, there's a reason we don't hang out. <laughs> wow, that okay. We stop that. That was that was painful. That was painful. If I'd watch that happening at a party, I would feel bad for you. I would feel yeah. really bad for you. I mean, I do think that, like, um, uh, Ert Jr. came out on a bit aggressive, but who's to say? I think, I think Daphne de Maurier's Rebecca is a strangely aggressive book. Uh, don't you agree, Alice? Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, aggressive, yeah. <laughs> it took you that long to think of. Words of wisdom. As Words I said of before, Words Alice. of wisdom. <laughs> As I said before, Alex is very familiar with the book, so don't like don't let her yeah, long don't pauses. Laugh. How would you address the personification of Daphne de Maria's Rebecca in a party then? Okay, let's let's play this out. Yeah. Okay, Haran, you yeah. play the personification of Daphne de Maria's Rebecca at a party. Yeah. Alice, you be yourself. We'll be background noise. Okay. Hello. Oh, hi. Um, uh, hi, Rebecca. How's it going? Uh, what's my name? <laughs> <laughs> I just said Rebecca. <laughs> oh god, you're so rude. This is why I don't talk to you. You're so aggressive. 
Wow, okay, I'm going to cut there. That's and good. scene, scene. That's good. What was really bad about that is that you attacked somebody who apparently had amnesia. Because <laughs> you said their name to them, and they said, what's my name? And you immediately shut them down and said, like, this is why we can't hang out anymore, because you've suffered some sort of brain trauma, which has made you forget no, who you it's are. because Rebecca is the sort of book that would play a prank on you. Yeah. Was, really? that, was that a prank? It's a weak prank. I think prank. it was a prank. It's about, mis- it's about hiding the truth of what stuff's about. That's r- okay. Okay, I, I get about that. the concealment of reality. You know, in Iron Man. Um, oh wait, were you in wait, Iron wait, Man? Wait, no, no, no. I wasn't in Iron Man. Um, <laughs> what films have you been in? I've I've not been in many movies. No, I'm I'm not I'm not successful. All right. But you no. said you're an actor. What have you been in? Um, something in a local theater production. Anything uh, you're familiar with? No, you you wouldn't know anything. No. No. Okay. Local theatre nope. production of what, though? I mean, like, uh, Iron Man, I assume. <laughs> no. No. I'm definitely not Iron Man. Okay. Well, you're nope. not Iron Man. Okay. Nope. All right. Uh, and I have not been... No. I've not been typecast as anything. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm trying to picture... I mean, you do look vaguely familiar. Um, I can't yeah. put my finger on it, who you look like. Um, I don't like Iron Man. I think it's bad. You think it's bad? It's bad. I think Rebecca is much better than I am now. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's a book, so it's I'm a always going gonna... thing. Yep. Is but, it though? Uh, is it? I think the world's ready for something new. Not Iron Man. Not Iron Man. Something new. Rebecca. Yeah. Okay. I think Rebecca's, uh, good, good. Who would you play in Rebecca? Uh, probably, uh, uh, Miss Danvers. <laughs> I could see that. I could see that. Um, so what? You would be able to convey the sort of like weird, creepy coldness of the, uh, house. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. Give, tell me how you, okay. Give me a, give me a little bit of that acting magic right now. Yeah. Do you want to do a scene? Yeah. All right. Um, So you're the narrator. So here's the story. Okay. So you, like, it's a party. Yeah. Right? You play Mrs. Danvers and you're at a party just chilling out by yourself. And Dan, you play yourself and you're just yeah. bumping into uh, Mrs. Danvers after a long time. Alright? And we'll just be in the background, okay? And three, two, one, two. Oh, hi, it's nice to see you. Hi. Uh, how are you doing? Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, thanks. Good, thanks. You? Oh, I'm doing, I'm doing quite well, thanks. What's my name? <laughs> uh, I believe it's Mrs. Danvers. Okay. Yeah, sure. Good. Fair enough. Uh, what's your name? Uh, my name. Well, we, we were previously acquainted, I think. My name is. My name is Dan. Hey, who invited you to this party? Uh no one in particular. So you just just here. sort of showed up. Yeah, just sort of showed up. People let me go places. People let, let you me go. do things. Yeah. Fair enough. We're just hang out. Do you have you any know? opinions about people who were at this party and now are no longer at this party? Not really. No, right. No. Uh, wish that uh, some people hadn't died, though. Don't All you? right. <laughs> Which people do you wish hadn't died? Uh, the actor that played Iron Man was very, very good. <laughs> right. I wasn't aware that he was dead. Oh yeah. Oh no, he's dead. Did you kill him? No. No. <laughs> this is a movie. <laughs> Yeah, but did you kill him in the movie? I like what you did there. I like um, a very unexpected choice for uh, Mrs. Danvers to break the fourth wall and just <laughs> announce that they're in the movie. Um, really weird. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. Kind of, I, and the way that Dan just did not roll with it. 
in any way. Um, you said, you said, it seemed like you announced it was a movie and Dan had a nervous breakdown. That's <laughs> what happened. That's yeah, well, powerful stuff. Powerful I'm good. stuff. Um, I'm going to see. Hey. That, that actually, like, um, I was going to say, um, like, I think that, like, you captured something in your portrayal of Mr. Danvers, which we'll discuss in more detail. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> That's who you remind me of. Sherlock Holmes. No. Are you no, sure? Not you me. sure? No. I'm Robert Downey Yogurt. Okay. I'm Robert Downey Yogurt. I said at the beginning, and that's my gun. I'm sticking on it. Okay. Did you? Did your family invent yogurt? No. Okay. He's a bean counter. He's a bean counter. I count beans. (laughs) Hey, what can I say? Okay. Someone grab some beans. I'll count them. I'll prove it to you right now. We'll send the boy to get some beans. Boy, get some beans. Okay, I got my beans. Why, why do we have a Spanish boy? Hey, that's me. That's that's my business. Okay, you do not ask me about my Spanish boy. I told you this before. You do not talk about my Spanish boy. God, all right, all right. Anyway, he's off to get beans now. Um, no, sorry. Come back here, Spanish boy. What the one? Can I help you? Hold on, hold on, Ricardo, Ricardo, okay? Oh, his name's Ricardo. Yes. Ricardo. You don't have to answer them any questions, okay? You, 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 you know, Papi Chin will, like, okay, look sorry, after papi. you. Okay, sorry, okay. Papi, I come back here with the beans. Okay, nice okay. okay cool. Go, okay, go grab those beans. Yep, great. Dan, do you never summon my boy again. You don't talk to someone else's boy. Yeah, you never summon another person's boy, okay? All oh, right, I'm sorry, I didn't know right. about the etiquette of boys. He was, if he's already in the room, you, you can say hi, you can... Smack him in the head. You can do whatever you want. But exactly. don't bring him back in the room. Exactly. Yeah, haven't you read that parable of the wolf who cried boy? How is that relevant? <laughs> yeah, remind <laughs> us. Remind That's us. the story of... I'm not familiar the with this one. Cried. He was a beater male. Beater cook. A beater cook? cook. Yeah. A cook. <laughs> was, he a, was he a cook servative? Was he a... Uh, yep. <laughs> That's not a question, is it? Was he a... Yep. No, he wasn't a yet. That's my first question, okay? Uh, it was a wolf, and he, he, he called somebody else's boy, and he should have done that. <laughs> right, it's a good story. Yep. Good story. I, think, you know what else I, I, feel like, I do kind of feel like Aesop was like struggling at that point in his career, where he just, uh, just put some words on paper and said, yeah, life lesson, take it from that. The uh, ant and the dog. <laughs> it was an ant, and it was a dog, winter was coming. What do you want from me? <laughs> That's uh, the end. Um, yeah, shall we, shall we try and focus? I feel we got a bit sidetracked with the story of the wolf who cried boy. Um, the, but beta, I wanna... the beta cook. The beta cook, yes. <laughs> uh, like, we'll get back to that another time, I feel. I want to bring the first, uh, question and discussion point. As we mentioned earlier, the narrator of the story doesn't have a name. We only get one clue as to her name, and she signs off her name as, uh, Mrs. M. De Winter. Mm. Um, and she makes a comment at one point that um, it's mis- her name is on a piece uh, on a on a document and it's misspelled. Um, she says like uh, it, it, we suggest that it might be slightly exotic, uh, mm. or at least not English. What do you think the narrator's name is? And do you think her name is or lack of name is important in the story? Well, I was just thinking. You know, back in the day, people used to just take their husband's name. Mm-hmm. So the M probably just stands for Maxim. So she's she changed her name to Maxim as well. No, that's what you do when. So like my mum hates it when she gets letters 
she's Caroline, but she gets letters to Mrs. R. Burden. Ah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Surely life would be easier if you just changed the name to Mrs. R. Burden. Though. <laughs> I'm oh, just yeah. saying, I'm just yeah, saying. Sure. You, you know, I do people do that, so that's what I'm thinking. She's just, the M sounds for her husband's. Okay. I, 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 I mean, I, that'd be good. It's like that, the testament of love. It's like, I love you, will you marry me? Yes. Okay, now take my name so we can be the same person. That's my name. I'm you now. But that is what, that is what people did. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's, 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 and I think that's good. I think that's good. <laughs> like, imagine. No, that is what people did. I think it would be so romantic <laughs> if they did that. Oh, so sweet. Like, oh, Chin, I love you. I love you too, Chin. I'm you now. <laughs> we are both chill. <laughs> well, there's a precedent, right? For people just changing their identities at uh, whim. Yes. Like that guy who was the captain now. Oh, yeah. That guy. <laughs> I hate that guy. Um, no, let's not, let's not bring him into this, okay? Let's not bring the captain into this. Um, I know that people change their names and they can switch identities seemingly at will. This seems particularly... I'd never do that. Aren't you an actor? He's not a very good actor we've established. Yeah, but acting's <laughs> not what different. You're talking about. I, I thought that was I'm great. I actually that was great. Who, who I am when I'm acting. I don't actually become that person and people don't treat me that way. Okay. okay. You're not a method actor. No. no. Oh, so you just play the same person in all your roles? Well, yep. Fair enough. I mean, why, why, why even sort of dignify them with the uh, effort of trying to inhabit a character One time. when you're obviously so compelling, you know? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. I, 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 I believe that, like, that's basically what's gotten Sean Connery most of his career choices, like, throughout his entire acting filmography. He's never broken character. No, he never has. He's, uh, he c- insists on pronouncing S as shh. <laughs> Despite the fact that the character does not call for that at all. <laughs> so we, we want you to play a submarine commander. Ah, oh, yes. What if this submarine commander called it a submarine? <laughs> okay. I don't know how that affects the character. Sean, yeah, I'm going to do that then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm, I'm King Arthur. Uh, what if I called it Spamalot? <laughs> okay. You can do that too. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Um, but yeah, it's a, I think it's in his contract. <laughs> he, has yeah. to, he has to always play that character. It's important to have method actors, I think, in his world. Yeah. yeah. Is that method acting that he's doing? Yeah, it's method, just long-term method acting. I've been trying to cast a, um, a film production of the story of the Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, yeah. It's been quite hard to get a method man actor uh, oh. for that. Are you calling it Wu-Tang Dan? <laughs> no, it's oh. just that's Rise of the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> okay, all right. Then you, I think you missed an opportunity there to be a... No, it's not about me. I'm just the producer. Yeah, Wu-Tang Dan. Yeah, but I'm not in the film. Well, maybe you should be. The film's just a vehicle for one weak joke What's about this movie? <laughs> I think I think I think it'd be great if if people went to a movie about the Wu Tang Clan and were greeted by the sight of a skinny white guy <laughs> rapping and well, calling himself Wu Tang Dan. I reckon I could play a uh, black man, or I can play a white man playing a black man. <laughs> How did you do that? Oh, I don't know. There's, a, there's precedent for it. Okay, I'll do what I'd reverse white chicks. We have a scene. We have a scene. I, I, I can do an scene. audition for you. I'm, I'm still, I still need a... I can reverse uh, white chicks myself. Yeah, okay. <laughs> let me give you, let me, let me give you a, a, a scenario then. He's the player. old dirty bastard. Okay, so Dan, Dan, you are Wu-Tang Dan. Yeah. And you're at a party, <laughs> okay. right? Hang out at a party, just milling around, and across the room, you see a guy who looks like he might be a black guy, but he actually might be a white guy playing yeah. a black guy, right? And oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and his name is... Cr- 
Kermit the, the Bat Tree. <laughs> His name is Ker- Kermit the Bat Tree. Okay. Kermit Ker- the Bat Tree. Kermit, Kermit the, the Bat Tree was never in the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> Sorry, what are we casting for here? It's a new member of the Wu Tang Clan. Well, Dave must die, right? Look, yeah. Okay, look. So, as you know, they replaced him with Capadonna. Excuse me. Please, uh, look, yeah, yeah. Let's focus, okay. focus. Get into your role. Get into your role. When you do true stories for cinema or t- television, Sometimes you have to dramatize those yeah. stories to to heighten them. Yes, Kermit the Battery was <laughs> is just an additional character that you're adding in to liven it up because those right. Wu Tang guys they're not it's true. they're not the most interesting bunch. Actually, you know what? I'm going to scrap that. Scrap that. The character in Rebecca, the narrator, didn't have a name, so your character is not going to have a name either. Okay, okay. all right. Cool. So we're at a party. I thought it was called Kermit the Battery. Not anymore. Wait. Scrap that. Oh. Scrap that. We're, we're trying to get this to like, yeah, you got attached to it and that's the lesson number one in Hollywood. Don't get too attached to an idea because it would just yeah. like, be run over, right? And three, two, one. Oh, we got to do the background noise as well. Three, two, one. Scene. Uh, oh, hello. It's nice to see you. I have no name. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> and scene, and scene. Um, see, now that's, that, that's me. Powerful, powerful piece of acting there. Um, yeah. And the yeah. sort of defenses that, uh, defensiveness and sort of paranoia that you'd feel if you didn't well, have... What you were going for was acting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that's what generally actors should That was the for. point of that exercise. Yeah, yeah, that was true. the point of that exercise. You know, well, I don't know if I should cast him as the old dirty bastard. Oh, oh Dan's not about your project. It was, was about... It, 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 it wasn't about your project. It might help to have some name recognition on there as well. Yeah, I mean... You can put my face on the poster. What, Robert Downey yogurt. It's <laughs> a pretty recognizable. I'm trying to make a name, name for myself uh, as a sort of new kind of actor. Yeah, <laughs> kind, kind of, of actor. But also, you said it might have to have some name recognition if you're trying to make a name for yourself. The name recognition is unless you're going to make a name for yourself outside the film. Have you got any publicity stunts planned? Uh, no, no. no. All right, okay. Just going to be uh, an actor that eats a lot of deviled eggs. All <laughs> right, deviled eggs. They're, they're my favourite type of egg, personally. Not a type of egg. Idiot. <laughs> a deviled egg is a normal egg that's been prepared. It's a type of preparation for an egg. Yep. It's not just an egg. It's not It's not a type of egg. A duck egg, an ostrich egg, a chicken egg. That's very true. A, that's a very salamander true. egg. Uh, a fish egg. Uh, a goose egg. Uh, Those are types of eggs. A, a monster egg. Yeah. Those are all types of eggs. A, a deviled egg. egg. You could devil an ostrich egg. Yeah, yeah, but you can't. It's not a type of egg. You, you. I thought devil, this I is thought, over. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought devil egg was an egg that had been fertilized by Satan. Well, in vitro. No, that's wrong. why they're so tasty. No, no. Okay, all right. all right. But um, deviled eggs you got showed there. That's not a type of get, egg. It's a type showed, of preparation sorry. of an egg. Um, yeah, you've got egg in your face. You? Oh God, yeah. yeah a, egg all over my. Face. Reminds well, me of yeah. the uh, yeah. of the Aesop fable, the wolf who cried egg. <laughs> the wolf who cried egg. Yeah. I haven't, well, I haven't heard that, that one. Yeah. It's about the wolf. Like, is he a cook? He was a cook, a pizza cook. <laughs> and he said, I, "I'm going to make a type of egg." And then, like, he was told, "You can't make a type of egg unless you lay it yourself, you dumb wolf." And you wolves don't lay eggs, idiot. What do you want from me? Yep. The yep. end. Sure. By Aesop. Sure. Um, yep. And that's a lesson that you did not learn from that um, that fable. But I thought no. wolves don't lay eggs. They don't. Um, yep. So I think I mean, we, it's not a very good a fable thing, is it? We 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 know that towards the end, Aesop was just throwing it together any sort of animal and situation. There was that story about the wolf who met a boy at a party and they didn't know each other's names. And <laughs> an awkward conversation ensued. Um, but no, look, what was what? 
what did you get from that um scene that played out of a man who did not know his name and didn't have a name at a party meeting a person who wanted to finance a Wu Tang Clan film? And what did this affect? What effect did this have upon the character itself and your reading of it? Was it similar to the way that the narrator is treated in Rebecca? Yes. In what well, way? Well, n- yes and no. Hmm. I feel right. we okay. we get to hear the internal thoughts of the character in the book, um, whereas with Ent Junior. Ert Junior. Ert, that's Ert, it. Ert Junior. Ert Junior. That's the one. Ert Junior is one of those trees from uh, Lord of the Rings, I believe. It'd be a sapling. Yes, exactly. With Ert Junior, we literally just heard the words, "I don't have a name." Go away. Go yeah. away. That's true. Isn't so that, I think yeah. there's, there's a bit more complexity in the um, book than that very short conversation that we just watched. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think I think I, I personally think that Ert Junior encapsulated everything that character was about with the words I don't have a name, go away. That's isn't that what she's effectively saying throughout no, the whole book? No, not at all. She might be saying it to Mrs. Danvers. Oh Mr Dan Isn't he isn't doesn't the cousin of Rebecca refer to Danvers as Danny throughout the whole book there as you well? Go. Yeah. No one refers to me as Danny though. I do. I'm Danny Boy. Danny Boy. There's a wolf that calls you. <laughs> Danny Boy. The Danny Boy who cried <laughs> wolf. <laughs> yeah. What wow. happened to Danny Boy? He's not been on television in ages. Oh, he cried wolf. <laughs> he cried wolf. Yeah. That's what happens. You. Shame. It, no Real way shame. to end a career Real quicker shame. than crying wolf. Um. All right. That was that was a very worthwhile conversation we had there about the names. Um. Here's a more uh, important question though, and I think one that's central to the book. Do you think that the narrator and Maxim are actually in love? Do you believe their relationship is it a healthy one? You're rooting for them to make it. What do you think, Harren? Yeah, um, I'm nice. Um, you're welcome. Ah, uh, you're welcome, I buddy. Uh, yeah, I think it is yeah, love. I mean, if you wear your dead wife's clothes. Your dead wife's clothes. So <laughs> Maxim was dressing up in Rebecca's clothes. Uh, no, it's all the way around. I've not read the book. Yeah. Um, so, what's her name? The Mohammed, isn't it? Mohammed de Winter. That's her name. Uh, she doesn't have a name. I thought it was firmly established. Mrs. Yeah, but what's the most common name in the world? Mary. Mohammed. Oh, for women. For women. Mohammedina, right? So Mohammedina de Winter. That's I think that's her name. Just statistics. Is Mohammedina a name? Yes. Okay, so what's your work? Show your work here, because I'm not saying that it isn't her name. I mean, this is a question that I asked before. I feel kind of backpedaling a bit. But what is your show your work? How do you come to arrive at the uh, idea that she's called Mohammedina? Her her name, full name is um, Mohammedina Khaleesi Junior Smith de Winter. The Winter de Winter. That's her. That's not her maiden name, is it? Is that the Winter? Is the name that she takes on when she's married? So, what was her maiden name? Uh, her main name was um, Dasama. <laughs> Excuse me, Dasama. Mohammedina Dasama. She was related to you know, Donas Donasala. I feel that. <laughs> I've had like a t- <laughs> oh, no, something and also this book was written way before that. No, she was Nineteen thirty-eight. Was, I didn't say which way, like time-wise, she was related. She was related to Donna Summer. Okay. And yeah, she spread that feeling of love. She felt to, love to, to Donna Summer. Yeah. And so and, and, and oh. yeah, the kind of manifestation of this love was being wanting to dress as your dead exes. 
Yeah, you're dead ex. You're dead ex. Okay. So you're saying that, like, you're justifying that she felt loved because her name is similar to Donna Summer, who wrote the song I Feel Love, and that justifies the relationship they have with each other. Wearing a dead ex is. Love is a selfless thing. I think a lot of people think Mm. love is some sort of thing that you just. uh, you know, just, you're supposed to experience just a one-way passive thing. No, love is big about being selfless and sacrificed. So wanting okay. to wear some dead person's clothes instead of going to Zara and getting a new dress. That is That's a sacrifice. Yeah. yeah, that is yeah. pretty selfless. Yeah. Um, oh, sure, yeah. Even though technically you'd still have to, like, you didn't actually pay anything for that dress. You're literally just wearing second-hand cast-offs. Yeah. So that's kind of the minimum effort, isn't it? And you've got a cross-dress as yeah. well. well. Well, no, no. This is Mohammedina that's cross-dressing. Oh, right, yeah. She's not cross-dressing if she's just wearing a dress, is she? No, but she's a tomboy. Right. Unless she was angry when she put that dress on, in which case <laughs> she was cross-dressing. Or she's doing crossfit. <laughs> yes, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, well, okay. Well, yeah. I don't know if I, about that. I don't know if I genuinely believe that. Alice, do you think that like um, Maxim and the narrator <coughs> are actually in love? Is this... Uh, are you convinced? I, I think it's more like... Puppy love. So if they think, I, I, I think they think that it's. Yeah. Well, underage. Yeah, oh, sorry. Sorry, I just kicked. Um, Yurt Junior. Whatever his name is. Yurt Junior. Yurt. Yurt. Not really. Yurt. Not really. Yogurt. Yurt Junior, yeah. Yurt Junior. Rabbit, Downy, Yogurt. Okay. But Yurt Junior to his friends. Sorry, Yurt Junior to my friends. Anyway. Friends. Friends. I love that. Hey, you guys. You're all great, huh? Oh, you're great too, Erk Junior. We love this guy. Thanks, man. Yeah, I know. He's he's so charming. I love him. I love him. <laughs> Sorry, Alice, go on. Oh, yeah. So I don't think it's... I think they think it's love and then maybe... Maybe it's not... And then they get to know each other and then it's actually real love. Real love. Mm. They got, had to get to know each other, though. Exactly. Because okay. it's, a, it's a rushed wedding. And in th- So they just fancy each other, basically. Okay. And in this case... Uh, she finds out what her name is, and she finds out that he's a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. But he finds out her name is Mohammedina, and uh, he's actually kind of racist, yeah. so they um, they look past each other's... I mean, he's German, isn't he? His name's yeah. Maximilian de Winter. I want to point out that the quote... Um, Ooh, this sorry, is how... I just touched Harren as well. You <laughs> can't stop, just stop kicking everyone. Yes. Hey, I'm sorry. I think Ricardo is standing right behind you. Oh. He's that... He found some beans. <laughs> Ricardo, Ricardo, Ricardo. Is that Jim? Put that down, put that down. Put I that found down. that bean. Put that down, put that down. 84. 84 beans. Okay. Thank you for the beans. Ricardo, Ricardo. Yes? Never sneak up on Papi. Okay? Never sneak up on Papi. I had to kick a Rastafarian out of my house the other day. Because I'm a so fan sneaking him up from behind me. Okay? I told you, don't do that. I'm sorry. I dismiss you. <laughs> Goodbye. I dismiss you. You want I take beans? I leave beans? Yes. Leave beans. Leave the beans away, away. Shoo, shoo. On the table. Shoo, shoo. On the floor, on the floor. On the floor. On the floor. Now crawl away. Crawl away. Away, crawl. There's something very creepy about your relationship with Ricardo. That's totally healthy. Good kid, good kid. You've never had a boy. I've never had a boy. Exactly, so you don't know how to treat a boy. (laughs) No. Exactly, that's how you treat a boy. That's how you treat one. Yeah. Uh, uh, That's what I'm talking about. He's happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You you, you know what to do with the boys and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Sorry about that. There's your beans, though. There are your beans. Well, they're 84. 84. Good. I'm glad we got that. I counted them. Well done. He's very good. He's very good. Do you bean count for the mob? No. 
Well, another <laughs> avenue. That's a, let's get that out of the way. Um, I was going to um, point out, I'm um, going back to um, the whole Maxim uh, narrator relationship. This is how uh, Maxim proposes uh, to the narrator. I'm asking you to marry me, you little fool. That's it. That's how, I mean, like, that's... Is that the, what he opens with? That's literally how he opens up. I'm asking you to marry me, you little fool. Maybe they've got a dumb sub. Yeah. Oh, well, on. this is interesting because I'm going to ask you as well. What do you, do you see parallels between Maxim and the narrator between any other famous literary couples? Um, Woody Allen and Diane Keaton. Not a literary couple. In the f- film uh, Manhattan Murder Mystery. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 is, it, is, this, is this another part of, oh, I'm Dan and I've got a really obscure taste in films. Let me... It's not that obscure. It's not that obscure. Like, you mentioned Woody Allen, like one of the like, famous, <laughs> famous... I don't know. Who okay, all right, all right, all right. The guy from Toy Story. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, no, it's... That's... I don't see the... Quite the connection you've made there. One's a man, one's a woman. Okay, all right, fair enough. That's not a book as well. What about uh, Miss Haversham? Interesting. Mr. Haversham. (laughs) Yeah, fair, fair. Didn't she not get married? (laughs) (laughs) No. Miss Miss Haversham in loneliness. Yeah, well, Miss Haversham didn't get married because she might have killed. Spoiler alert. Uh, Spoiler alert for which book? Uh, books where there's a couple. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Anybody else? Anybody uh, else? Wanna... Ted Hughes and Sylvia Plath. Uh, oh. I can technically, they're a literary couple. Sylvia Plath killed herself. Wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, in an oven. Yeah, and Ted Hughes wasn't meant to be very nice, was yeah. he? Yeah. yeah. Ted Hughes. Uh, I was going to yeah. say Anastasia Steele in Christian Grey. That's absolutely yes. That's what I I think. Wait, that's the correct answer to this. Isn't it? I was like, <laughs> yes, I win. I win. What's See, your opinion? Some What's, your opinion? Dick, uh, What's your opinion? What's your Correct answer. What the fuck? Shut up, Rongo. I mean, technically, technically, like they, there is an explicit reference to it because um, Anastasia is actually reading Rebecca in um, Fifty Shades of Grey, and actually at one point says like. I hope I measure up to his previous submissives. It's like, um, yeah, there's a definite undercurrent there. I mean, I'd also accept it as an answer. Uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Jane Eyre and Miss, Mr. Rochester. The idea oh, yeah. of like, where the, um, ex-wife is literally, um, a major concern. She's locked up in the attic. And, and sure. as a mad woman. Yep. Absolutely. There you go. Um, what about, what about Chin T and Ricardo? No. <laughs> Literary couple. You both like books. What wait, you, you wait, wait, hold on a second. Like what makes you think we're a couple as well? Uh, you, yes, we're a couple. <laughs> couple of guys having fun. Up to no good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I'm making a little bit of trouble in my neighbourhood. Um, but yes. Um, the trouble what kind of trouble? Pedophilia. What kind of trouble? <laughs> I, 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 one time, one time, went to the park, right? The park? Uh, I went to a park, yeah. And I bounced Which the basketball park? off a big guy's head. But what about Ricardo? I, yeah, and then I blamed it on the Ricardo <laughs> and ran away. Good old Ricardo, I said. Take like I said, like Ricardo, Ricardo, stall some time for me whilst I go live with my uncle and auntie in Bel Air. And um, he did. 
Uh, and eventually came back here and Ricardo, I said, oh, where did you go? So I had to deal with some stuff in Bel Air, but Ricardo. But anyway, how would you like to live in my house as my boy? <laughs> so wait, wait one second. Your interpretation of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. What? Song. No. Well, wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> so what's this? Is that the couple of guys who are up to no good, they went to live in Bel Air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> you had to stay behind. It's liberal, isn't it? Just welfare state. Okay, <laughs> calm down, calm down, sir. Calm down, calm down. So you, you, your eyes are bleeding again, Harren. Let me talk seen, about the liberals. Have you seen Django Unchained? Yeah, I have, yeah. You wouldn't make that comment if you'd seen Django Unchained. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Because <laughs> you'd know how insensitive it is. Well, in what Go watch life. Django Unchained okay. again and then come back. <laughs> Sorry. That's a good point, well made. Yeah, uh, that man has not uh, watched Django Unchained. I can tell a person who's watched Django Unchained. You should watch Get Out as well. It's a good yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Just because they're black doesn't mean it's not a good movie, huh? <laughs> I never said that. Man. I'm not the guy impersonating a black guy trying to get to the Wu Tang Clan like documentary. Sure. I'm playing a white. I would be playing a white guy who's playing a black guy. Does yeah, it work? <laughs> Like double the amount of cultural appropriation. Is it it okay to black up if you're playing someone who's blacking up? Yeah. It's a very good question. It's reverse white chicks. Not sure how it pertains to Rebecca, but uh, (laughs) yeah, what if... uh, Okay, let's see. (laughs) What if Rebecca had been made and Alfred Hitchcock had said, I like you, Miss Fontaine, to put on this blackface makeup (laughs) and uh, play it as if you were doing a blackface thing. and then you are interacting with uh, Mrs. Danvers. Mm, it's the previous and Mrs. De Winter's blackface exactly. makeup. Exactly. And also you're at a party and you notice this person in blackface at this party and you feel like you have to confront them about it. And action. No, but they... You, know, you see what... No, I said action. <laughs> okay. Uh, hi. Oh, hi. How's it going? Uh, I'm at a party. Yeah. Where are you? I'm, I'm also at a party. Um, what's my name? Uh, I don't care. That's not my name. Sure, cool. Uh, uh, see you later. You are a bad director. You are a bad director. You are bad. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to do one of my classic Hitchcockian cameos. The pop, 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 pop. Good evening. And cut. <laughs> and that's a classic Alfred Hitchcock scene right there. You had people from the cameramen and the crew just interrupting the scene and calling me out for being a shitty director. And then I made my cameo and turned to the camera and said, Good evening. And then I, I, I yelled cut, just like that scene in Vertigo. There was tension throughout the film because everyone was like, Why is he wearing black pants? A, a, a lot of tension. And it got so bad that the film was interrupted by a camera crew. So, Why are you not saying anything about this? This is racist. It wasn't the it was the people making background noise, it was the extras. <laughs> um, uh, just so you know, the whole time I was playing a really smart guy who was smarter than everyone else, and because he was so smart, uh, he could do whatever he wanted. That's true, that's true. So that's you're playing I, you're playing smart guy from the Disney smart guy who happens to be black. <laughs> so you blacked up again. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Well, outrageous. It is outrageous, but he's so charming. He's such a good actor. He's he such a good actor. Good, good technology. Yeah, he makes a lot of new technology, like some kind of uh, enhancement uh, so outfit. Maybe there could be a scene in a movie where you have to do a scene opposite, like a CGI younger, blacker version of yourself. 
like yourself, but 20 years ago, and you're younger, and also you're black for some reason. Oh, so you... Like, would that be racist? Is that like, yeah, would that be racist? Like Michael Jackson. Like Michael Jackson. <laughs> He's probably yeah, 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 yeah. I like Michael Jackson. I, um, I, I, I'd like to see that. Can you do a Michael Jackson impersonation? Yeah, I can. Okay. Yeah. Go. Hi, my name is Michael Jackson. Uh, woohoo. Um... What's your favourite of your songs, Michael Jackson? Uh, all of them. All you know, them. You know, they're all you, great. you had to sing one now, which one would you sing? Probably uh, Don't Blame It on the Sunshine. All right. Don't Blame It on the Moonlight. That's a good one. That's a good don't one. Blame It on the Good Times. Wait, are you blame singing? Blame It on the Boogie. Are you singing right now? Oh, just stop me now. <laughs> sunshine. Moonlight. Good Times Boogie. I just can't. I just can't. You need your brothers. I just can't control my feet. I just can't. I just can't. I just can't control my feet. That's great. I love That's that. It's a good track. That. And also, I love the commitment that he was actually like putting on the makeup as he was like. Yeah, a, I went. I went. I went, went white full ch- method. I yeah. went white chicks. You I reversed white chicks, white chicks yourself. Yeah. No, yeah, no. Yeah. I, 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 I regular white chicks myself. <laughs> wow. I didn't have to reverse white chicks myself. So I just white chicks myself. Whoa. Okay. Okay. That's yep. see. Everybody can take a lesson from this man and his acting like experience. I think. Yeah. Uh, and I was also really smart. At the same time, smarter than everyone else, at, so that I could solve any problem, just from how smart I am. I mean, come on, guys. This is—is is this guy the greatest guest you've ever had in the show, or what? I mean, I'm, I, I don't want to be all starstruck and everything, but wow, Why this guy is like my hero. Because like, a new actor. I don't know. I don't know. There's something about you. There's something about you. I just feel kind of starstruck and kind of overwhelmed and in awe. And you do look like Sherlock Holmes. You do a British accent. Yep. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sure. Go. On. I'm British. Oh, there you go. Wow. That's come good. on. Come on. you got to put him in your Wu-Tang. Do you want to do a... I could do. Can you play a yep. man from... Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yep. Could you play like a really aggressive... Like, could you play Cheese from The Wire? <laughs> it's a very specific <laughs> reference you've gone for there. <laughs> Uh, I've actually not seen The Wire. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jesus. Nope. But I've seen Get Out, so that's okay. That's true. It cancels it out. Yeah. It balances out now. Could you play yeah. the woman from Get Out? Yeah. Sure. The young woman who's enticing people. I'd have to white chicks myself, though. Okay. You'd have to white chicks yourself. Okay. All right. Do you want a scene? Do you want me to give you a scenario? Yep. Okay. I'm going to put on my uh, director's cap then. Uh, no, you've got to do Jordan Peele. John Jordan Peele. Oh, yeah. okay. Because oh. he directed Get Out. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of Jordan Peele as he's doing uh, um, his Ray Parker Jr. or his um, character from Big Mouth. But yeah, do Jordan Peele, but he's doing you as a character. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Jordan Peele. <laughs> well, here's a scene that I want you to do. Is happen to do, but that the scene is Why? you're both at a party and you are playing yourself, Dan, and you are playing white chicks. Girl from my movie, get out! In the movie, get out! And action! Hey. Hello, we're both white people. How are, how are you? Do you want to come to this uh, little town? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Come on. What's going on there? Uh, it's great. <laughs> Alright. Go action! That's exactly what I was going for! <laughs> Analyse that scene. Why are you bringing the white guys to the party? What's the purpose of that? Because <laughs> of the motivation. 
But there's got to be a reason for you to break... The reason she brings the black guy is because of racism. And Hi, it's me, Jordan Peele! I've decided to change the idea of my film! <laughs> An analysis of you. I said to do a character of Jordan Peele doing a character of you, and his character of you is apparently... Him just saying his own name. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't have much time to prepare for it. I went for the truest representation yeah. of Jordan Peele I could go for, without being too insulting. Um, but yes... Useful, useful, and I think we've all learned the lesson today about who should watch Django Unchained. Spoiler, it's Haran. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I, I, think I, I think this book is really good. I think it's really I good think, as well. I think we've really got through to the main issues. I think so, book. yeah. And uh, I, just, I just really want everyone to know that from my heart. Okay. I yep, think sure. we can accept that. I can, I agree. I totally agree. That's very sincere and heartfelt. Thank you very much, Alert Junior. Um, can I ask another question now? Yes, <laughs> yes, please yes. Do. Um, wait. Okay, go. Okay, alright. Um, okay. Mrs. Danvers and Rebecca. What do you think their relationship was? I think Mrs. Danvers is so obsessed with this dead first wife. I think it's because Mrs. Danvers, um, Secretly is Rebecca. Whoa. Wearing a big mask. Wearing could, a big mask. No one could mask. ever pretend to be someone else in real life. How, how is that ever going to work? You, you can't do that. You are who you are. Like, I am Robert Downey Yogurt. Mm-hmm. I am not anybody else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, but you could be someone else. No. No. Actually, uh, if you read, read the book, you'd see that, no, you can't. You can't be anyone else. No. Okay. I think he's got a good point here. Like, the whole point of the book is the fact that, um, despite how much she might try, the narrator will never be Rebecca. It's true. Nobody can be Rebecca in many ways. Apart from Mrs. Danvers. Okay. Well, what, how Unless you... they were such a good actor. Like, how good do you think Mrs. Danvers is at acting, though? Not she doesn't have good. to be that good because she's never, the girl's never met Rebecca. That's true. But the husband would know, surely. Yeah, but Maxim husband, would have known. The husband's on opium. That, the whole time, he's this. always on opium. Did you read the book? He's just doing it in secret. He does it. A book. Things don't happen in secret in a book. It's just the book. You have can't. You not, have you not heard of subtext? Have you? Oh, and also the unreliable narrator. Yeah. Like, the reading. narrator could be like will like deliberately like n- omitting to mention that her husband is an opium addict. You, you can have unreliable narrators and you can have subtext, but you can't literally just pluck something out of thin air based on nothing. Yeah, that's true. I'm kind of like going back to the other side now. You almost had me there, though. I can do what I want. I think Dan, <laughs> I think Dan hasn't read the book. I think I've oh. read the book more times than you. I don't know. It sounds like you haven't read what, the book. What, twice? Uh, <laughs> should we quiz him? Yeah, let's quiz him. Go. What's the title of the book? Uh, Ribena. Oh, oh Where do they live in the book? Uh... Sandford. It's too much tossing. That's how much I am dismissive and contemptuous of I wasn't sure if that was a clock or if you were just disproving. Exactly. I was so contemptuous I turned into a clock for a few seconds. It'd be a quick clock. Yes, indeed. Don't don't dodge the issue. You never read the book, Dan. You should be ashamed of yourself. I'm ashamed ashamed of myself. Be ashamed. Because, you know, in other times we would have actually just gone and read the book. Okay? That's how Dad so, did it. So, 
Go That's watch Django do. Unchained and then come back What's to us. What's the lesson of Django Unchained? Read the book. Yeah. You can't because it doesn't exist. What? <laughs> I think I somebody needs to, I think somebody needs to apologize. Oh, I thought you were all going to apologise to me. I'm not apologising. <laughs> I don't have anything to apologise for. I've got nothing to apologise for. You did read the book. I did read the book. No, you didn't. I just, I just read it and then I fell asleep and I oh. forgot all of it. Oh, that's well, not good enough. That's not good enough. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta take responsibility. You know, like it's not like Christian Guru Murthy came in and blindsided you. Okay. I thought you did earlier. You had time. You had time. To do well, the, wait, the wait, you were blindsided by Christian Guru Murphy. I hate that guy. What? What happened? When, when did he blindside you? Oh, no. I was just telling you that's a general thing that happens to people. Does it? Oh, yeah. Can you give me a scenario then? Can I give you a scenario? <laughs> like, you are at a party and you met a Christian <laughs> Guru Murphy at this party. What would you say to him? So, okay, you're Christian Guru Murphy and you're Robert Dan Yoga. <laughs> All right, okay. So, Dan, you're Robert Dan Yoga. And uh, Junior, you are Christian Guru Murphy, okay? And you're at a party, right? Right. All right. And three, two, one, action! Hi, I'm Christian Guru Murphy. Uh, your dad was a drug addict, right? Yeah, my dad was a drug addict. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like Steve Coney. <laughs> do you think, do you think, uh, do you think that's Sounds why like you're Steve such an Coney. asshole? Sounds I think like that's why you're such an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like Steve Coney. Uh, do you think uh, I'm really smart and I have lots of technology um, and control over media? Sounds like Do you want to see a rocket launcher? I, I don't care. I think I'm going to go on a podcast and <laughs> and this is this is my different podcast <laughs> and I can't do do it. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> And scene! Okay. Wow, so, Dan, you do a really, really good Steve Coney. Yeah. I mean, that was yeah. not the assignment, well, but thank you. Thank you. I didn't know Steve Koenig's uh, dad was actually a drug addict. Yeah, <laughs> is that true, or is that just your, your fictionalization? Um, In the same way that I was going to be Kermit Battery in the <laughs> Wu Tang movie, were you fictionalizing something about Steve Koenig? I think Steve Koenig's dad was a drug addict, but only in the sense that. He was addicted to drugs. He liked. <laughs> he was addicted to uh, methamphetamines. Yeah. Oh, really? But he wasn't addicted to taking them. He was addicted to collecting them. Oh, like some sort of Pokemon trainer. Yeah. Except instead of Pokemon, it was methamphetamine. It's like some people are addicted to taking things. Some people are addicted to uh, other things. Some people are addicted to the accumulation of stuff. Oh. And he just liked buying loads of drugs. Mm. Sounds familiar. Well, it's like Method Man. <laughs> he, he, he likes ODing on different kinds of meth. Hence his name. Meth OD <laughs> Man. Yeah. Yes, okay. Right, right, right. So that was just a thing back to... No, of course, yeah, if it, it, it didn't, didn't hey, feel shoehorned yeah. at all. Hey, no, I'm no, sorry. <laughs> hey, pal. Yeah. Did, did you watch uh, Django and Chain? Yeah, I did, yeah. Jamie Foxx. Good? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Okay. What okay. do you think of it? Huh? What do you think of it? Yeah. You just said it was good. Yeah. About the... No, but what do you really think of it? Huh? What do you really think of it? Yeah, it's like, Come it's on, like, we're all amongst friends here. What do you really think of it? Huh? What do you like, really think of Django Unchained? It's like Fight Club, but with more black people. Fight Club doesn't have... Does Fight Club have white? 
Huh? It's Fight Club or White. Yep, it's, they should have called it White Club. Yeah, but, but then at one point it goes, you're too fucking blonde. It doesn't get in, so it's kind of... <laughs> so yeah. it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, that's fine. As long as it's fine, like... Britain first is fine as long as they reject one white person. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. 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 Yep. 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 Sure. You heard it here first in Faking Lit. That's how we feel about Britain first. <laughs> well, they're okay as look, long as they reject one hey, white person. <laughs> look, I think uh, Miss, Mrs. Danvers uh, was actually a closet lesbian. <gasps> oh. See, now that's. She mm, was. Yeah, she, no. She was absolutely, yeah. probably struggling with some things that maybe her, her real identity didn't uh, chalk up to what she had become. And so maybe this was coming out of all sorts of pathologies. So in the way she was pretending mm. in the world to be something that she was not. And she it, manifested it, herself by basically um, undermining and bullying uh, the narrator of this book. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's sure. a scene where she, uh, at one point, takes out Rebecca's clothes, makes her wear them. And then she's sort of like pawing the dress and <laughs> chanting under her breath about like um, uh, Rebecca... Yeah, it's clear. It's clear to me that there's a, a lesbian subtext going on. And I'll be honest with you, made me a little bit horny. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so totally. any mention of lesbians makes you horny. Stop it. Oh, God. <laughs> You're making me blush. Uh, oh, hold on a second. Ricardo! Ricardo! Come in. Come, I love. Yeah, could you get me the thing, you know? The, you the thing. To which one? The, 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 the bucket. The round one? Yes, the round one. Oh, Do you have a square bucket? <laughs> got many buckets. I've got an octagon bucket as well. An octagonal bucket. No, no, the round one. The round one do. Yeah. The short round bucket. The short one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, short four inch. Uh, two inch. Two inch. Two inch. Two inch. Two inch. Two inch. Bucket, <laughs> two inch. Yeah. Is that two inch diameter? It's a pot. It's a pot. Yeah. It's literally a thimble. Yeah. Hey, 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 I don't <laughs> yeah, come to your house telling you what to name your things. Okay. What haunting? Ricardo, get me the bucket. Come. Ricardo! Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, you're right there. Um, okay, okay, okay. Just get me the bucket. Give me the bucket. Actually, don't get me the bucket. I've gone completely flaccid now. I've. What was that all long. about? <laughs> Why was he using a two-inch bucket? <laughs> it's, 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 it's too long. Bucket is, is, is it's not good enough. Out for the house. It's, it's not good enough, Ricardo. Mm. Not, just, like, not good enough. No, not good. You, 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 you I wouldn't accept that, Jim. I would. I think you need to step up your game, Ricardo. He's not. I'm sorry. No, crawl away. I dismiss you. Shoot. But sorry about that, everybody. Jump, jump. But like, that's what happens when people mention lesbians on the show. Should we move on to notes? <laughs> seem very keen to end this to end this part of the show, Dan. Yeah, that's, I've noticed that on the last episode, you also did that. Yeah, you also. Very abruptly, just said, "Okay, this is going on too long." Yeah. Um, why? Yeah, yeah. what's going on? Because it's, it's going. You feel, on does it make you feel uncomfortable <laughs> you when I talk about lesbians? Yeah. Are you homophobic? Yeah. No, I'm. I'm you haven't read the book. Yeah. You're possibly homophobic because yeah. you got very uncomfortable when we start talking about lesbians. Have you seen Django Unchained? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a I'm a homo homophile. Don't know what that is. <laughs> Big fan of homos. Okay, all right, all right. Calm down, sir. Calm down. I feel you're overcompensating yeah. now. Yeah. Now you're creeping me out. <laughs> the man who sent his boy to get a two-inch bucket for his. Is it two-inch circumference or diameter or radius? Depth. Depth. Yeah. Interesting. And then what's, so what's the, what's the, the diameter? Oh, fifty. Fifty inches. <laughs> Oh, it's a plate. It's a plate. <laughs> well, it's more of a. Tr I guess it, 
It's more of a tray. A bowl? A bowl? <laughs> it's more of a tray, really. A tray? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's inside the tray? My casserole. <laughs> Mike Asserol. Mike Asserol. Is that a guy? Hi, I'm Mike Asserol. <laughs> it's nice to be here. Mike Asserol. Mike Asserol. Mike Asserol. Right, I don't have to go into it further. We should maybe invite him on the podcast. Maybe you'll meet Mike Asserol. Yeah, uh, I thought you were the guy. Ask him why he lives it. in my bucket. Yeah. Well, I have a question. He was there that day when we were in the neighbourhood. Getting up to no good, yeah. Was he the guy that... He was the guy who... He he threw the basketball Uh, and bounced off the guy's head. Um, And I told him that's not how you play basketball. That's not the point of the game. Mike Asserall. Mike Asserall was like, I'm the best at basketball. Watch me, bonk. And I'm like, okay, I've got to run away now. Mike Asserall. But yes. (laughs) That's how it sounds. (laughs) I mean, you don't. You've never met, him, so that's a bit. I have. He's one of my best friends. What? <laughs> you, how do you know my casserole? He's he's got a life outside of YouTube. Yeah, but like then you would have known that he lives in my bucket. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. So why are you surprised I by the revelation? I thought Mike Asserol was always telling me he lives in a deep bucket. I think but somebody lives is in a shallow bucket. Full of shit. No, this I'm episode. not. I think somebody's full of shit. I think you're. Full oh yeah, totally. <laughs> Totally. You'd totally. be right to say As that it, someone was full of shit and someone wasn't telling I, the truth. I don't, yeah, I don't think this is... <laughs> about about themselves. How do we even know that Dan Offens is real name? Do we really know? I see his passport. And what did it say? Daniel Offen. See? He doesn't have a middle name. His name's not Dan Offen at all. It's Daniel Offen. What so a liar. I've never, never hidden that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not very sure about you. Watch this guy. Watch this guy. He's the sort of guy who will lie to you about knowing people. Why would someone lie about their identity? I don't know. I don't understand. Why would, I, you, you're why would people lie about reading a book that they haven't exactly, read a book? Yeah. You're Christmas right. a lot, Robert Downey Yogurt. Are you you're lying about your identity? No, no. Um, I'm not. Um, he is clearly I'm the most trustworthy get, man. I'm just trying to get by, man. Yes, I'm, exactly. I'm just trying to do what's right for me and what's right for my kids. And, uh... You have kids? Oh, yeah. Oh. How well, many? I don't need to tell you that. I okay, it's alright. It's a very personal question. question. It okay. was a very personal I question. Think it's not it's it's pretty personal. Question. Yeah, because you're asking how many sperms I've shot out of my penis. <laughs> <laughs> you are, in a way. How many I sperms have you shot out of your penis? You're no one knows how many. How many. What's your basic, what, what you're asking me is you're, you're, you're trying... When you say, have you got children, is you're saying, how many children have you got? Basically, what you're saying is, hey... Um, how many times have you had unprotected sex uh, and it gone wrong? What? Quite a few times. Isn't that why your uh, your nickname is Raw Dog Downy Yogurt? No. No, that's, that's not why. It's because I always eat raw hot dogs. That's why. Always. Yeah, I, I never cook a hot dog. I never cook a hot dog. You don't really need to cook them, though. They just sort of come already cooked. No, they're horrible mm. uncooked. They're very slimy. They're, they're so slimy. I think we're all agreed that um, he's a bit of a weirdo <laughs> for doing this. Her dad will downy roll. Well, why would I be a weirdo in this situation? Because uh, you haven't got. You go by Dan, even though named Daniel. Well, you, weird, you go by Which Harren, is, even uh, though your name is Haranopolis. Is that Chin doesn't call this a G, does he? They've been trained to Chinathan. Everyone knows it's Chinathan. Yeah, it's true, it's true. Um, well, you're just as bad as him, though, aren't you? Am I, am I as bad as him? Or am I better than him? I like to think it's the latter. You're better. Yeah. yeah. So that's what you're doing. You know, do
No. Okay. So exactly. That's why I win. That's why I win. Um, I, I want to get to the final question of today's conversation. Um, you'll get your wish, Dan. This will all be over very soon. Um, to what extent is Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier a feminist text? Uh, it's got a woman in it. It does have a woman in there. You want to... You, you, right in there. Right in there, Dan. You Any, really want to end the show. Um, <laughs> Any book that's got a woman in it is inherently feminist. I mean, yeah. that's not a bad kind of argument that I'm hearing here. Uh, does it, it probably passes the Bechdel test. No. Yes. Yeah, it probably does. Well, Most of the time they're talking about another woman, which is yeah, fine. Yeah, but the woman's dead, though. So does that still pass the... But, but the main character is submissive and she submits to the man and even yeah. though he's a murderer yeah. she's like yeah sure that's very cool true. thing you're my husband and I love you but so what, what, is, what do you mean by feminist text that's, that's the crux of the question isn't it exactly what yeah, do you think I mean uh, by feminist text so I mean text? where every character just goes I think we should get equal rights hold on a second hold on a second hold on a second hold on a second, hold on a second. Have you watched Django Unchained <laughs> yes I have watched Django Unchained does Django Unchained okay. pass the Bechdel test no why not? There's no women it's mostly it. t- well, there's only like a few female characters. They don't yeah. really talk to each other. Most of it is about like the friendship between um, yeah. those two dudes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. So, have you watched Django Unchained? Uh, no, I refuse to watch it because it's not a feminist film. Wow. He'd only watch films. So you, watched, so you were lying all this time. <laughs> you were lying all this time. You're a lying racist. Uh, well, it would appear that some people are actually able to deceive people. And we know who in this room is deceiving I'm, right now. I'm and it's up. obviously yeah. Haran X. Haranopolis X. You are so defensive. Yeah. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Yes. Who was that dressed? <laughs> Notice how everybody immediately thought they were talking, being addressed. Like, you were so defensive, and then we're like, "What? Who? What? Me? No. What? What?" So I think there's some issues to work out there. Um, I'm the only. Yeah. I'm the only true person. Well, you were the one that said it. So what are you going to do? React to yourself, saying, "What? Me? The person who said that sentence?" It'd be a bit weird. Maybe I'm deflecting. Yeah, maybe you are. Um, but what? I don't think so. I think um, whatever his name Daniel. is, uh, Junior. And, uh, My good friend, Ert Jr. Ert Jr. I think he's deflecting. Because mm. he yeah, keeps yeah. accusing everybody. No, no. Mm. no I don't. And everybody no, knows I don't. it deflects. No, what about you? What about you, mate? What about you? <laughs> yeah, what about him? Or her? <laughs> yeah. Who is the truly defensive one here now? Alice? Yeah. What about you? Yeah, what about I'm you? I'm not going to say anything. Oh, damn it, I always thought I had you. She's not going to spill her beans. I like how we've used the well, feminist question to attack a woman. Primarily, that's what we've done. I'm not attacking anybody, I'm just asking questions. And that question is, what about you? <laughs> um, yeah, you, not a what about Ram. <laughs> the feminist hey, question. Uh, <laughs> hey, I got a problem. Yes. Okay, uh... Yeah, why why are we still talking about this? That's a very good question. How is this still an issue in 2018? If it's a feminist test, text or not. Yeah, yeah. I guess because it it's important. I mean, this book turns 80 this year. 80 years old, this book. Oh, um, that's quite old for a woman. And and when it yeah, exactly. Um and I mean, imagine running into an 80-year-old at a party and asking them their name. Yeah, what would that be? They like? wouldn't Okay, yeah, okay, no way. Yeah. I'm going to I want to I'm going to flip the script. Okay, okay. Um I'm meeting you okay. in a party. Right, me. And you're an 80-year-old woman. I'm an 80-year-old woman. But you're woman. played by Jordan Peele. Jordan <laughs> Peele, okay. 
Okay, all right. He was white chicks himself. <laughs> okay, so Jordan Peele has white chicks himself. <laughs> to play chin. And aged himself up to play an 80-year-old woman. Yeah. Who is also chinty. Yeah. Okay. And I'll play, I'll play someone at the party. Okay, okay. background noise. Okay, I'll come up. Background noise. One, two, three. Start the, the movie scene. Okay. Hi, I'm Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Oh, hi. Yeah. Who are you? I am an old lady. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hi. Okay, uh, you know I was Iron Man. <laughs> no, that you were Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Jordan Peele. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, I'm gonna what? blast. <laughs> oh no! Cuts! 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 I'm sorry, I can't watch this anymore. That got too absurd. You too got quickly. you gave me too much. Oh, there was a lot of baggage to handle. Yeah. That character. Oh, what I need were you revealing something about yourself during that scene Robert Downey Jr yeah, no one said you had to be Robert Downey Jr yeah. <laughs> are you actually Robert Downey Jr uh, I can neither remark on nor deny or confirm that go see Avengers okay I think that's all I need to know Thank you for being on the show, Ert Junior. Um, <laughs> Go see Avengers and then talk to me about it. Have you seen Avengers? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, so, yeah it's good. Well. Infinity War, right? Have you seen Django Unchained? Yeah. I mean, you're not in that. <laughs> but go watch the Avengers and then tell me what you think. Okay. Infinity War, more like Infinity <laughs> Snore. <laughs> hey, seriously, hey, I love that movie. Hey, it's not funny. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disparage you're, your film. You're reminding me of Christian Drew Murphy. <laughs> I'm really sorry. You really um, look a lot like Christian Grummer. It's Christian, but yeah. Like, Christian Grummer. Christian Grummer. He's an arrogant man, Christian Grummer. Christian! Come on, Christian Grummer. Christian Christian Grummer. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's declared himself a guru. It's like if my name was Genius Often, people would be like, you give that to yourself, mate. Wait, wait. Yeah, and if I was like, uh, if I had. Was Downey. Hold like, if second. I had Down syndrome. <laughs> Oh god, are we doing this? <laughs> no, I don't. I'm not. Uh, You're not doing that. <laughs> but what if? It's the same idea of like, what if you were to do um, an offensive character, for example? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know who'd do that. No, I don't think exactly. anyone would. No one would ever do that. So, wait, oh, your name, so lazy, your passport, you tell me, Dan, that your passport doesn't read Daniel Genius often. No. He, he doesn't, doesn't have a middle name. He doesn't have a middle name. He doesn't have a middle name. What an yeah. asshole. His so, middle name's Downey. What's your middle, do you have a middle name? I don't have a middle name. <gasps> do you? Great guy. Great guy. Chin great guy too. Mm-hmm. My parents. Grey guy? Great, yeah, great Grey guy. Grey guy. <laughs> Isn't a guy who is void of colour? No, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the uh, singer-songwriter David Grey. Uh, and we call Wait. ourselves Grey Guys. Uh, Grey Guys for life. <laughs> Hashtag Grey Guys for life. What's your favorite? Go with your head. Go with your heart. Hashtag Grey Guys. Yep. Babylon. Okay. Hmm. Should we move on? <laughs> so we agreed then. We are agreed that this show has to end, <laughs> and that it is possibly a feminist text. Although it might, the true villain of the piece is not Mrs. Danvers. It's not Maxim. It's the patriarchy. Mm. Or maybe it's just Rebecca. I don't know. Actually, you know that makes more sense. I can now think of it because she's not a very nice person. She had cancer, right? She had cancer, and yep. she possibly, in fact, most definitely. Egged Maxim into killing her and murdering her. So she's an egg, egg, egg. She's a type of egg. She's a type of egg. Mm-hmm. Oh, can mm. we just do the night? What you wanted her to die? Isn't she? <laughs> huh? Wanted her to die? Yes. You wanted her to die. She wanted herself to die. Yeah. Okay. 
Are we cool with her? Are we yeah. cool with Maxim being a murderer? Yeah, yeah, we're cool. We're okay, cool. okay. All right, that's great. Are we, are we, are we, are we cool with this book though? What do you think of this book going around the table? Haran, did you like this book? Yeah, I, I mean, I read Birds. Mm-hmm. And I thought it's not really worth reading Rebecca. I mean, like uh, Daphne du, du Maurier, more like Daphne de, de Lessier. Mm. I, I would have gone for more like Daphne de Snorier. Oh, you yeah, get it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, that's why I'm better than you. <laughs> Chin one, chin yeah. one. Chin great guy T. <laughs> Hashtag uh, great guy. Yeah. Um, nah. <laughs> I'm surprised. You are surprised? Yeah, I give that that book 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Yeah. That's good. like the highest you can possibly give a book, really. Yeah. I mean, what do you? What about this book did you love? The characters mm-hmm. and the development mm-hmm. of story. Mm-hmm. The plot. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, basically the key elements of any story <laughs> you enjoy I liked the climax of the story mm. and the ending and the beginning um, the build up your favourite scene? when she wears the dress yeah, that's the a party. good scene that's a good scene <laughs> or when they're in the char- main character we mm-hmm. don't know her name Narita. Mohammedina. Mohammedina. Is, is in, right. and she's ready, and she's ready for the party, and she says, I'm ready for my close up, Mr. De Winter. Okay, yep, yep. That's your favourite scene. <laughs> you asked me what my favourite scene was. <laughs> I guess I was expecting more. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good scene. It's a pretty good scene. I'm ready for my close up. Also, did he have a camera? <laughs> Did Maxim had a camera at the time? No, it was sexy. No, he just wanted to see, he wanted to see the uh, croissant. You didn't read the book! No one cares about your opinion! <laughs> the Kiristami movie close-up. Okay, alright, alright. Oh, I'm down. I've got a really good Yeah, you heard of this obscure director, Woody Allen! <laughs> hey guys, I saw this Steven Spielberg from the episode. So obscure! <laughs> Have you seen Django Unchained? So obscure! No, but seriously, seriously. Um, Haran, you yeah. need to watch Django Unchained. <laughs> you need to. Why? Yeah, you do, you do. Um, it's got a horse in it. Ert Junior, Ert Junior or Mr. Yep. Downey, yep. or yep. Robert, what do you think of this book? Well, I thought it was good, but it needed more technology in it. You know, more mm. uh, super geniuses that could uh, just run circles around anyone and solve all the problems. Because there, are, there were problems here. And they weren't sufficiently solved. Okay. Someone should have brought uh, uh, Rebecca back to life. I thought. Oh, interesting. And maybe if they had some technology, they could have done that. You know. What sort of technology are you thinking of here? I don't know. Something just ridiculous. Like a super suit of some sort. Like some sort of uh, like owl. Owl. A robot owl. <laughs> <laughs> an owl or an owl. An owl. <laughs> I'm still not clear. Owl, like, owl. like owl, owl, owl Murray, or who, who, who bird? Oh, right, okay. The bird, ah, uh, a robot owl, like in Clash of the Titans. A robot owl. There's a robot owl in Clash of the Titans. Is yeah. there? Nobody cares, Haran. Huh? Oh, <laughs> Watch Django Unchained. I've got a really obscure taste in films. I've seen Clash of the Titans. I just want to put that out. Who cares about your obscure films, Haran? God, jeez, get over it. What's Django Unchained? Sorry, you were saying robot owl. A robot owl that has the power to resurrect people and maybe has a 
maybe they all could have had gloves that had like white spots that can shoot jets out of them. Uh, this is more of a note than a yeah. yeah. That is yeah. more of a note. But yeah, we'll get to the notes uh, in a second. Yep. But you want more technology. But you mm. didn't think it was that great a book. Thought it was okay. I thought it was amazing. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> thought it was amazing, but just more robots. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Rodoju. Um Well, you can't ask him. Well, of course I can't. Yeah. Do you want to talk about an obscure film instead? <laughs> yeah, I quite like um, I quite like Avatar. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell! This is the worst. Harren, Harren, not this. Calm yourself. Look, I've got. I can lend you Django Unchained. I can lend you Django Unchained. Get yourself a film education, okay? Avatar. That is an obscure film. I don't think I've ever heard of it. Yeah, it's, it's all right. It's good. It's got. Who's blue. that by? By Jams Cameron. Jams Cameron. Is oh, he, a- he did this. I've seen this really. This other really obscure film by him as well. It's called Titanic. Oh, okay. Titanic. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay, Titanic. Ah, it's okay. Boat. It's about yeah, yeah, yeah. a boat. Would recommend. Okay, is it? Ha- okay. They're planning a suit. Jams Cameron. He sounds. Um, he sounds Lebanese. Is he Lebanese? <laughs> Lebanese. Yeah. Is he Lebanese? Uh, no, he's a lesbian. He's from Greece. That's exactly <laughs> what it's from Greece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a lesbian geese. Yes, from Lesbos. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. What would you, okay? So if I was gonna, I, do, I need to find out more about this James Cameron. But right, so you recommend um, Avatar, Titanic, Oblivion. Those the only two films close she's up. done. Close up as well. Like Kiristami. That's a different director. Kiristami, as in the. The Shadow Brexit secretary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm damned. <laughs> I like all the films that. What's going on with you? Can't you just let us have a little conversation like, about obscure films, Harry? <laughs> my favourite film director is Savage David. Um, the new Savage. Savage David, the new Home Secretary. <laughs> I think we've gone off piece there, but yes, I'll check out Titanic and Avatar, those two obscure films. Um, right, look, yes, I'm very aware of the time. Uh, it's very hot in this room, so let's see if we can get through these notes in record time. Um, are we, oh, I do, I have made the song longer though. So, it gives you enough time to think about your notes. This would be a good song at a party. Yes. Imagine what that party would be like. It could be... Okay, let's be, pretend we're at a party. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Hi, I'm at a party. And I... I my name... What's your name? Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> Notes, everybody. <laughs> let's start with uh, Daniel Offen. I thought it was good, but I do think it would have been better if it had just... Eh, wrong answer, you didn't read the book. Owned. <laughs> <laughs> So, but what would you, what would your notes be on um, the obscure movie Avatar? Oh, I think that would have been a lot better if it had been set on Earth all along. Oh, okay. And the blue people having had, having never seen this film, I'm not sure what this means. And they, the blue people were all members of the band Blue. Okay. Uh, and the Blue Man Group. And the Blue Man Group. <laughs> and um, uh, Miles Davis. And they all <laughs> on Blue Planet. And yeah, David Attenborough. And they all uh, were to hang out and a guy who was not in blue, who was in five, was to go and have sex with them all. Wow. With them all? With them all, yeah. It's, that sounds very different to the film. Yeah. Was I've so seen many. this obscure film as well. Yeah. And there were so many obscure references that you made there. Yeah. Like the band Blue. Remember Blue? Name two members of Blue. Who's that? Oh. Who's that? Uh, I think Duncan. Ricardo, what are Blue's you doing? Blue's 
What are you doing? Please, please, yeah. No, no, don't humour him. Give you Juliet Pinoche. Oh, yeah, she's in three colours. Sorry, just bear with me saying, shoo. Was she in three colours blue? Take the beans. Take the beans. Blue's clothes. Take a blue's clothes. Hey, take the beans and take this basketball. You know what to do. Throw it on the big man's head. Yes, throw it on the big man's head. Okay, I'll be back. Bye. See ya. Okay, I've probably got to... Probably gonna leave the country after this, but um, hopefully we can finish before he comes back. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, sorry. Yeah, totally, yeah. So those are good notes there for the film Avatar. Um, <laughs> Rodoju, my buddy. What would yep. you What would you have done to well, improve this book? I already gave you uh, a little bit of what, how I thought this movie should be better, but I got a confession to make. I'm not who I say I am. <gasps> who do, Who are you? Allow me to strip this long four-foot beard I've been having on my face the whole whole time since I arrived. Okay, but that's your trousers. That's your trousers. That wasn't your face. Can you do that okay. again, later? Okay, let me strip the beard again. Okay, that's better. Oh. I'm rubbing it on June. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, we, we already, we already figured that we, we, out about yeah. 10 minutes ago. I, I figured it out when you removed mm. your trousers. <laughs> to be honest, Rob, we're, we're a bit sick of you. <laughs> Riffing, you're overexposed. No, oh, yeah. I, he's my best friend. He's not your best good friend. Buddy, my good buddy. We we've become best friends over the course of this episode, haven't we? No. Uh, well, in that case, no. fuck you. You are overexposed. I hate you. Uh, okay. Um, but I thought this book should have had Iron Man. In it. Yeah, but you it, think that about everything. It should have been. It should have been a new MCU universe. Aren't uh, you trying to get out of your contract though with the uh, Iron Man films? Right yeah, now? but I realized in the short stint as a rubber downy yogurt uh, <laughs> that I actually am who I am, and I can't run away from that. Okay. And who you are as Iron Man? And I'm Iron Man. Wow, that's real. I'm real life that. Iron Man. Real life Iron Man. Yeah. Have you got an iron suit? Yeah. Does it fly? No. It's just a suit of armour you bought. No, they gave it to me. Oh, they gave it to you. Fair enough. You keep the suit from the movie. Uh, It was on my contract. Okay, all right. I have one of every suit apart from the ones that we blew up in the the third. In the third third, of course. You got those in the first film. (laughs) Excuse me. Hey, do you know who I am? So rude. Yawning at your own sense. Yeah, didn't read the book. Do you know Christian Groom, Murphy? I know of him. Yeah, okay. It's Krishnan. Check Krishnan. up on that. <laughs> Check up on Krishnan Gurumurthy. And then get back to me, and then you'll understand how rude you're being right I think now. you're being a lot more Christian Bale, to be honest, than Robert Downey Jr. Excuse me? <laughs> this interview's over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't do this. Don't do this. No. Dad, Dad, apologise. No, I refuse to apologise. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no come on, come on. Jonathan? No, no, come on, come on, come on. I only apologise. Just because you play a song doesn't mean I have to apologise. I refuse. Do it. No, I refuse. But let's just get this done. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, okay. I hope that you accept that well, from us. You're not going to be able to see the next Avengers movie. <laughs> you're going to ban me. I'm going to ban. I'm going to ban from all the Avengers movies that are made from now. On. That's too popular for Dan. He only likes niche films <laughs> exactly, anyway. Yeah, like Obscure movies like Avatar. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So those are your notes for Rebecca. Yeah, and also. Um, I cut my hands off. <laughs> Why? Why? I want to see what happens. <laughs> and what did happen? Uh, I, I made some technology, and now I have robot hands. Oh, uh, fair enough. Like Luke Skywalker. No. 
No. Like Iron Man. <laughs> like Iron Man, okay. Did they work? Oh yeah, they work fine. They look They're right, indistinguishable actually. from my original What's that? Is that Meccano? That I also used? cut my legs off. <laughs> cut your legs off? Yeah. They haven't been replaced yet, though. No. Okay. That's why I'm in a wheelbarrow. Uh, yeah. You're in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Was he going to say anything? Was he going to say anything? But, uh, yeah. I did think that. Yeah. Bit weird. Bit odd. Bit odd. It's like a robot from Robot Wars. Well, thank you for those notes, uh, Mr. Dan Jr. Um, Alice, how would Please, you... Please, call me Ert Jr. <laughs> we'll go back to Ert Jr. Thank you, Mr. Ert Jr. Um, my former best friend and now bitter enemy. Bye. Um... Alice, how would you have improved this book? Um, I would have put some sex in it. Isn't there sex in it already? More sex. More. How much more sex? I'm talking Fifty Shades of Grey levels. Oh, okay. With a Danvers dungeon. And it says, Danvers dungeon, do not enter on the door. Right, right. And then... Um... So Mrs. Danvers has <laughs> kept up her own secret dungeon in the house that's not hers. Yes. Okay, okay. And um, she invites the unnamed character... Mohammedina. Mohammedina down to the dungeon and says, this is what Rebecca liked, and then shows her... Oh, my tastes are unconventional. Yeah, um, what exactly. Do you think, what do you think was there? And then the the inner goddess of Mohammedina mm-hmm. shivers in delight. <laughs> okay, okay. When she's in the red room of... Mrs. Danvers' dungeon. What do you think is in Mrs. Danvers' red room dungeon? Just dresses, Rebecca's dresses. It's loads of dresses. Mm-hmm. Are you sure this is not, you're not just describing a cupboard? Yeah. It's not a cupboard, it's just it's like... Just, it's just a cupboard, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, that's fine. So, Mrs. Danvers takes Rebecca down. No, like, this Mohammedina. Is my... Mohammedina, sorry. Mrs. Danvers takes Mohammedina down and says, this is my red room of pain and suffering. Does she have a Hulk? She doesn't have a Hulk. Maybe she should. But, um, it's not my note. That's not her <laughs> note, yeah. Um, she should have a Hulk. Shut up. <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> so essentially, she just took her down to see a cupboard and called it the Red Room of Pain. Yeah. Okay, all right. That that makes... That's a bit odd. doesn't really scan with the rest of the book. But it does double also, down. Also, Maxim is not a man. He's a magazine. He's just a magazine. <laughs> That that does cast a new light in everything, but it does explain why this is sort of why animosity towards women. Uh, so the, so Rebecca them, was murdered uh, by a magazine. Yeah, like by all women. <laughs> exactly, yeah. it's a metaphor for um, you know the way that the media sell us this uh, message that we need to be a certain way. Exactly, like not, and that uh, it will eventually yeah. kill us. Exactly. Well. It Dead, was, so that's the way the media It was cancer that like would have killed Yeah, them. exactly. Oh. Media is cancer. Oh, okay. Media is the cancer. But isn't Maxim the Either way you're gonna get killed. Yes, okay. But he shoots her. Harren, what's your note? <laughs> you know, what's it? I think wow, you guys to. really hold this podcast in, in a high regard of discontent, right? Yes, I know. It's been very, very contentious. Dan and, and Alice today. have both been trying to constantly sabotage the podcast and get it to finish. It's almost yeah. like they didn't want to be here. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It is very warm. We can it get, warm. We can get uh, for the next episode, we can get uh, Thor in. Yeah, and, sounds good. And the character uh, Black Widow. Yes. See, and that's one for you. Character. No, he, he's what, a man. Black, what, what, why is that one for me? Why, why do you think I was addressing you? 
You pointed you, at him. No, I addressed that to the whole table. So sounds like everybody's being a bit defensive, if you ask me. Yeah. Almost wow, like that was weird. That was weird. Stone. Yes. Well, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. No spoilers. You know, I'm, a lot of people out there might not have seen the, well, the, the movie. Well, the concept of Infinity Stones. Exactly. We don't want to spoil it for them. Yeah, you got, they might not have seen any of the Marvel universe. Exactly. They well, are obscure. You're not allowed to now. I'm blocking your Netflix too. Um, Aaron, your notes, please. Yes, please. Um, yeah, I would have had more people of color on the thing. What so, color? Um, non, non, non-white. Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, Racist. Huh? <laughs> so I would have had... I would so have, he still hasn't seen Django <laughs> Unchained. Yeah, you say that, but I would have had, right, I would have had Rebecca Black, who's the person of colour. The singer uh, of Friday? Uh, yeah, and she would have... She I think she killed a white. goose. Uh, she would have killed a goose. Her name's Rebecca Black. Uh, she would have... So that counts. Her, That's how it works. <laughs> Doesn't matter if she's white. <laughs> she would have killed a goose and got on a Friday and yep. got down mm. on a... Friday. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> what about Richard Blackwood? <laughs> Richard, uh, yeah, Richard he, Blackwood. He, 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 and then he's actually black. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want actual black people. I don't want actual black. I want to put a song. Uh, it's a wonderful life by Black. What about Darren Brown? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he'd be fine. Yeah, I would have him on. Robert White? <laughs> no, because he's like. Or Jack Black, he would have come on as well. Like, uh, basically, I would have had anybody. How about Tom Green? <laughs> non white, yeah. And he would have fucked up a horse. He would have, he would have masturbated off a horse on the movie. On, what about on, Robert Redford? Robert. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> Jinty, I would have him on the. Daniel Genius often yeah. basically anybody without the surname White I would have had like Jimmy White wouldn't have been allowed on Jack White okay. would he be allowed on no he wouldn't be allowed on okay okay that's, yeah. that, that's a good note Christian Grimm Murphy Christian Grimm Murphy Jack Black <laughs> how about either of the I said Jack Black oh okay Sorry. of the two members of the White Stripes <laughs> um, the woman drummer would be allowed on why Meg White her, 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 yeah cause why because there's many more women <laughs> you can only think of one. Uh, <laughs> no people. Oh, no, and uh, Kim Kim Wall from the Pixies would be allowed on as well. Kim Deal. Kim Deal. Oh. Kim Ball. Kim Wall, isn't that it? No, no Kim, Kim Deal. Deal. Kim Deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kim Il, Kim Deal. <laughs> Kim, Kim, yeah. Kim Deal. Sorry. <laughs> what the fuck was it? Oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. South, <laughs> South Korea's theme. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, never take me. That's over the with, uh, Korean with Frank, uh, Frank, Frank Black being out. Uh, yeah, we were talking about the Pixies, and someone missed out. Frank Black. Yeah, uh, exactly. yeah, he would be that on. Yeah, he's got a lot. He gained a lot of weight. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's not take that bait. Um, yeah, well, and and the song "Where Is My Mind" and M I N D stands for massive intercontinental nuclear device. <laughs> Yeah? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Cool, cool. Good notes, good notes. Um, I think we're reaching the end. We should have ended at least 10 minutes ago, um, in accordance with Dan's wishes. Um, but, um, we didn't, and I'm gonna say goodbye now. But thank you so much to all our guests today, my good friends, and my acquaintance, Robert Downey Jr., my friend. Hello. My colleague, my casserole. Uh, 
I'm oh, so my gosh, roll. I'm so happy to have you all here. It's a beautiful day. Let's all go enjoy it together. I'm gonna go watch Avengers Infinity War okay. right now. And if you don't come with me, you're part of that problem. Okay, I'm gonna go see Infinity War now then, I guess. Um everybody else, thank you so much for being with me today. Uh until next time, keep supporting your local bookstores and libraries. Bye bye, I love you. Bye. We'll see Avengers.